0: Today on Find Your Aha Moment, five clues that your tennis pro may suck. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong. Can you do it? Breakthrough, right can you move on? Wherever you are, wherever you ain't on your individual path no fingers to point no one to blame trust yourself even if it seems insane stay alert keep thinking keep growing keep reading find meaning surrender to the present moment take nothing for granted keep going. welcome back to find your aha moment i'm your host brian lutz of backhand city so today we dive into five clues that your tennis pro may suck And the principle that kind of comes up in a lot of industries, and tennis is no exception, is what I call the Pareto effect. And if you're familiar with this, it's that 20% of the industry brings in 80% of the revenue. And I think that goes, I've seen that effect in real estate. I've seen it in accounting. I've also seen it as well in the um, trades as far as general contractors and stuff. In fact, there was a good article, I'll have to dig it up, in the Boston Herald about a guy who was looking for contractors and he went through all this interviewing process and the uh, Pareto effect, the 80-20 effect was profound. So what I've done is I've put together five clues that this may be happening to you so you can recognize them next time you hit with or hire a tennis professional. Tip number one, look at their shoes. What kind of tennis shoes do they have? If they're professional, they should have new shoes. If you have a tennis pro who's got old shoes or worn out shoes, or you see the same shoes all the time, this is a big clue. And one of the things with tennis instructors are, we have access to wholesale prices, sponsors, so we don't pay retail for tennis shoes. In fact, in my closet, I've got clay court shoes. I got hard court shoes. And we sweat so much here in Florida, it's really not good to wear the same exercise shoes two days in a row. It's really good to let them dry out. I even wash my shoes every other week and really make sure that they last longer. So look at their tennis shoes. Tip number two institutional mantras. What do I mean by institutional mantras? Follow through, bend your knees. Watch the ball. Here's my favorite that has been around since I've been teaching in the 80s is you're meeting the ball late or you're meeting the ball too early. These vague mantras that really don't resonate with you and help you improve. And that's the real thing you need to be looking at. This is very individual. Is this helping me? Is my learning curve really accelerating? Or am I just constantly stuck in this malaise where I'm not improving? Tip number three to look out for, you only play good when you're playing with your pro. And I remember doing this. This happened a lot when I first started teaching. And I think what happens is you unconsciously figure out where your student loves the ball, what height, speed, and spin. And because they're there to feel good and you want to deliver a great service, you end up unconsciously kind of just grooving them right where they like to hit the ball so they don't even know what's happening. They're just feeling really great. They have this great euphoric high. They leave, high five, end of the lesson. Then you go play with your friends and you suck because you really don't have any coping skills for dealing with shots that you're not used to dealing with. And let me tell you, in tennis and life, there are no two shots that are the same. So unless you've got a system or a model that you can adapt to, you're probably not gonna play very good tennis. Number four clue to look out for. You got a discount. Maybe you got it on Groupon or it's a new pro that's giving away some sort of deal. I think a lot of students have told me this. They'll buy a package of 10, pay in advance, and then the pro disappears after three or four sessions, and it's hard to get your money back. Um, The last one, number five, is pretty obvious, but I like to throw it in there anyways. It's just ask if they're... USTPA or PTR certified. Now, in tennis, it's not like being a doctor or being an accountant. It's not that hard to get your certification. I mean, if you're top 200 in the world, part of the test you don't even have to take. You don't even have to to take the playing test. But it does take some effort and cash to get certified. And I think what it really shows uh, to you, the student, is, hey, this guy's really invested. Uh, some pros will brush it off. Like I don't need it. It's true. They don't need it. Anybody can teach tennis. I would say probably here in our city of Miami, I've calculated, I think there's about 950 tennis courts. Uh, I've also researched how many certified tennis pros there are, uh, how many non-certified pros are and how many kind of rogue part-time pros are. And you're looking at about 300. So you in the consumer marketplace, kind of have to decide for yourself through these tips which pros are good which ones work for me other than just pricing and scheduling which I think is the most popular way people book services but I think it's good to look at it uh, with a different lens on especially for me as a tennis pro who's been doing it my whole life so if you'd like to contribute more to this podcast I encourage you to download the Anchor app, A-N-C-H-O-R. You can download it on iTunes or Google, and you can actually give your feedback via voice through the Anchor app. You can also eventually uh, listen to this on many different uh, platforms, including the most popular, iTunes. You'll probably even eventually be able to listen to this. In fact, I know you'll be able to listen to this eventually right on Backhand City. So we also encourage you to rate and review uh, this podcast and give us your feedback because we are going to really gear the show to what you want. Um, Here's one review that I got from Ted G. Brian and the team go the extra mile to help you overcome your personal obstacles and finally improve. This team-oriented approach allows you to both establish a strong, whole-rounded game and also a strong sense of cooperation. A very fun and exciting workout. Thank you, Ted G. Uh, So that's it for this episode. Tune in tomorrow when you can find out more about your aha moments. That's when push comes to shove.